you're a rock climber, this is going to be the episode for you. Welcome back to the YBO podcast. We are joined by both Kendall and Keaton McGuire today, and they are both extremely experienced rock climbers. They're going to jump on here to share some of their crazy stories related to their time in the sport. And we are also very lucky to be joined once again by our good friend, Ms. Hallie Bontrager. She has also put in quite a bit of time on some rock walls and has some pretty epic stories to share as well. This one is a lot of fun, so stay tuned. <laughs> no pressure, Holly. They don't fuck this up for us. Gotta go. Wait, let me get my rope out. I got it. All right. Well, for all you rock climbers out here, this is going to be the episode for you guys. Today we have... I can't focus because Allie's freaking out already. We got Kendall and Keaton uh, on us on with us today, but we also have a special guest, Miss Hallie Bontrager. Hello. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're today is just going to be completely about rock climbing. Um, so we'll start off with letting each one of them kind of talk about their experience and history with rock climbing and some of their favorite. I guess, aspects of it and favorite memories and whatnot. So uh, we'll just get right into it and we'll start with Hallie. So, um, yeah. So I think hmm, I had never gone rock climbing except for like, you know, when you go to camp or whatever and there's like a rock climbing wall. I was always like, I got to get to the top of this. Um, so that was really my only experience of doing it. And I mean, those walls at camps and stuff are usually like, pretty easy like you can do them in tennis shoes and whatever it's not that hard so that was my only experience and then when I went to college I went to school in Arkansas which surprisingly is a pretty big climbing spot like it's very un underrated I think um and so my mm -hmm. freshman year during freshman orientation my my orientation leader Matthias he was a year older than me um uh, he was a huge rock climber and so I told him that I was really interested in it and like really liked it because people had talked about it a lot, um, especially like my major was outdoor leadership ministry. So a lot of the people in that major with me were big rock climbers. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, this would be so cool to go. And then Matthias was like, let me take you like I'll get a group together. And we can go. Um, and so I think that was the first time I went was very beginning of my my freshman year. We went to Lincoln Lake. Um, and I climbed, I top roped basically the whole time. Uh, yeah, Lincoln Lake, oh, Lincoln Lake. Uh, which is like the closest spot to us. It was like, like closest outdoor spot to us. I think it's like 35 to 40 minutes away from my school um, from John Brown. And so that was the first time. And then I think I didn't go a ton after that. Like I didn't go a ton throughout my freshman year. I just didn't have any of the gear and none of my close friends did either. So, but then sophomore year, I took a top rope certification class where this was like part of my major. And we, we just learned how to make like uh, natural anchors. So if there isn't like bolts or like an anchor system, you basically like we learned the correct way to identify a usable like tree or boulder and just wrap the rope around and mm -hmm. make sure it's redundant. You have like 
a good good amount of space in between your anchors so it's like you know it's very it's complicated um but so I took that class and that was a semester so we were like climbing all the time and rappelling and setting stuff up and just learning different systems so that was really cool and then a bunch of my friends and I like we start getting more equipment so we were going outside more um sophomore year but I think when it really when it really like kicked into high gear was probably my junior year. Um, Arkansas, well, Bentonville, which is like 45 minutes away from my school, got a climbing gym. That's This is like the first climbing gym we got. And so my junior year, we all got memberships. And so we were going there like all the time, especially in the winter when it's too cold. And we were going to Lincoln Lake all the time um, as well. So it became kind of a routine within my friend group and then senior kind of the same thing uh we were seniors though so we got we didn't have a ton of time to drive all the way to like the climbing gym so we tried to get outside as much as we could but then in the summers when I was working in Colorado I was taking kids rock climbing which doesn't really give you the chance to climb you're mostly setting stuff up and belaying kids up and down all day which is not as fun but it's fun to like encourage kids to keep going um but then like on weekends and stuff during the summer we would climb um, all over Colorado Springs, so Garden of the Gods, Red Rocks Open Space. Um, I climbed in Buena Vista once, and then I've climbed a few times in Wyoming. So that's kind of been my history with it. I'd say it's equally spread out between Colorado and Arkansas, for sure. Are you, do you get into lead climbing at all? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, junior year, I got into lead climbing because we were all like tired of top roping. <laughs> and uh, one of my buddies is really, really good at uh, lead climbing and was like teaching all of us how to do it. And so that's when I started to do that. I started outside, I started inside. I started lead climbing. Um, that's how I started to learn. Was Can, can you and- explain to everybody that's listening, like top roping and then lead climbing? Yeah, including uh, me I'll because try. I am completely it, dumb yes. on this. It's, I'm going to try, I'll try my best to explain it because it's really hard without, um, and we'll chime in if you, if, if yeah. So top roping is basically you have an anchor at the very top of a climb. So like once you get to the top, that's where the anchor is and the rope goes through that anchor and back down. So basically when you're climbing, you're, you're always like, even if you fall, you'll stay right where you are because it's like you're you're anchored in the top (laughs) um so if you yeah top roping is is pretty easy i'd say i mean like obviously climbs can be hard but it's like there there doesn't feel like there's a ton of risk right that's where everybody starts out yeah yeah yes everyone starts out learning top rope like when you go to a camp and climb a rock wall that's top rope um lead climbing (laughs) okay my best it's so hard to explain without like demonstrating it um so as you climb as you go up the rock there are there are carabiners that are called quick draws that you 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 have to set up and you're basically setting your anchor as you go so your point of protection yeah what do you call it i call it my point of protection so Um, once you pass, pass that point of protection like the point of protection might be below you, but you might be, be above it. So let's say you're three feet above your point of protection. You fall, you're dropping six feet. 
Yeah, that's a really good name for it. So, I've yeah. never heard that. That's great. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that and I'm going to run with it. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, as you keep climbing up the wall, you explain it perfectly. You're just like, it's it's way more risky because, like Keaton said, if you fall and you're way above your point of protection, you're like, you're swinging and you're swinging hard. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, depending on the, on the climb, if you're climbing in like a crack or if you're climbing with an overhang and you your last point of protection was set like under the overhang and then you're on like you're in the middle of the overhang and overhang is basically what it sounds like it's like when a rock like starts to jut out so it's like you're almost you're you're not upside down but it it's it's very hard you're like almost hanging right and like if you fall on that that's like really really hard i haven't taken a super hard hit from uh lead climbing yet but i've had some some close calls for sure have you done any like fun stuff where you where you jump from per- like purposely oh like a dynamic thing like a dyno like is that what you dino? no not like that not like dynoing to a different hole but like let's say you you, you know you're above your point of protection but you want to you want to take a whipper what we call yeah <laughs> and so you're like you purposely want to fall and get that adrenaline rush and catch yourself i don't know we used to do that all the time i have yeah. not i'm so scared of taking a whipper i'm yeah. so scared a whipper is is basically just falling really hard and swinging yeah yeah don't i kindle didn't you send a video to like all of us or you posted yeah. one yeah I'll, I'll have to post that like when i post this episode is like all right just a here's a fun lead into the rock climbing episode yeah, that, because, no, i explain it perfectly so yeah yeah i, I love that video too because i like you don't get very unnerved very often, but I remember in the video you go, <laughs> you like get all nervous <laughs> before you drop. So, it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you guys are way more willing to hurt yourselves than I am when it comes to climbing. <laughs> I like, mean, we don't want to, but I know. know. <laughs> I get so nervous. Like, even sometimes top roping, if I'm top roping some like a harder climb, I get nervous. And it's like, I do. I, that's when I was. So we started out. Can I, should I jump into? Yeah, climbing? I mean, yeah. That, that's perfect yeah. junction point. Let you guys. Keith and I are, we, we started rock climbing same time obviously we were kids i I don't really remember what age we started but our older brother he he got into rock climbing and he kind of like got us in and got us involved in it but we started out at the kansas cliff club which is uh outside of derby just north of derby the 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 silo right yeah yeah so we started there so there's some indoor climbing there and you can also climb outside on the silo but we started there and uh, top roping. Uh, then we went on, you know, some climbing trips with them through Arkansas, uh, Horseshoe Canyon Ranch, which sounds yeah. like you've been there. Yeah. Um, the Wichita Mountains down in Oklahoma, um, a place called Reimer's Ranch, which they actually uh, quit letting people go to because it's unsafe. That was down in Texas. Uh, then also Colorado. But um, what was I about to say? I can't remember what I was about to lead on the Kansas cliff club, maybe like you were talking about that before you talked about going on trips right after Hallie was talking, I kind of jumped in, but I can't remember what (laughs) that's okay. But you know, we started, I don't know when we were kids and we, we always got, Oh, she was saying like, you know, kind of get nervous on talk, uh, talk roping. But when we were kids, like I, I get super like sketched out, scared. Like when we were doing these, uh, 
especially multi-pitch stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember one in Oklahoma. I'll probably embarrass myself talking about this. But in Oklahoma, we did this called um, uh, LTD, leading, uh, Leaning Tower of Doom. No yeah. way. Yeah, have you heard of it? Yeah, no way. So we were doing that. It's like super exposed. And I was, I was, I was a kid. I was scared. But I was like crying on the rock. I was, <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, Lower me, get me down. And and Shane kept pushing. No, oh, you're right there. I was like ten feet. Were you in the Were you in the chimney? And you're saying you're. I was saying, I'm stuck. I can't move. But I, I was just so scared. I could, I just could, I could do it. But I was just, you know. Yeah. As a kid, it, it was nerve wracking, but then you, you kind of get get used to getting over it. But it's always it's always a little scary, but it's a good scary. So yeah. yeah, can you can you explain what the leaning what's it called leaning tower? I forgot it's called. LTD leaning tower doom. Yeah, can you explain what what that was like? Like the climb was like, especially for people who don't know what that is. Uh, Kittle, you gonna go on it? <laughs> sure. So, uh, it's in the Wichita Mountains and. In the Wichita Mountains, you have a canyon that runs through it, and uh, the narrow that's the Narrows is a climbing area, uh, which is down in this canyon, and uh, so uh, we'd have to hike up quite a quite a bit of ways up um, from the water, and that's where you you start your climb. You're probably what 200 foot above water, Keaton. Your way, like from the river, yeah. You're way up there. You're way up there, and. Uh, it's this 160, 200 foot, uh, sheer rock cliff and LTD is, uh, I guess 160 foot route. Is it a multi, is it a multi-pitch though? I can't remember. I think so. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm like, uh, there's certain routes on, right there, but like some of them are super exposed. Like you're on a, uh, what's it called? A, uh, where it meets at a point. Corner? Uh, dihedral. I can't remember what it's called. It's been a while. I know my 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 terminology has yeah. Uh, but like you're, in some situations, you're like super exposed, and it's just it's nuts. I I mean, and it's really tall. You get crazy view. It's just so exposed because you got to hike up this really steep part, and then you start your climb. But like you feel like you're a thousand feet in the sky, but you're from where the water is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. It's, it's really it's wild. Yeah, that's awesome. Exposed like being exposed on a climb. So basically, what that is is like when you're on a wall, and normally you start with there's like you know there's like trees and and stuff around you, so it doesn't feel like that that intimidating. And then like some climbs when when we say like there's a lot of exposure, it's like it's literally like you, the wall, and like the sky. Like there's a ton. Like there could be a ton of wind. Um, which is like doesn't seem that bad until you're up there and you're like this wind could knock me down like I'm so screwed if if I don't hold on and it just yeah like sun like I think weather is a big part of like exposure for sure especially when like sun so yeah that makes me uh, curious then would you guys ever be will like any of you be willing to do um gosh what is the one I think it's that massive, like flat rock face in Yosemite, like El Capitan, right? Isn't that like a multi-day climb? Like people have to camp out because it's so tall. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. So, it's would hard. you guys ever be willing to do something like that? 
Hell, hell no. <laughs> I would I would do like one climb on it just to be like, I climbed on El Cap. I didn't climb <laughs> I did I did hike Half Dome this summer, which you is did? like yeah. Oh my gosh. I know this isn't climbing, so this is kind of off topic, but speaking of exposure, holy crap. So Half Dome, and I feel like this isn't super like popular or or known. I didn't know about it till I got there, but you have to you have to get a permit to like get to the top of Half Dome. Yeah. It's called like cables at Half Dome. So basically like it was unhikeable until um this guy, I don't know when, but he basically just went and put up this like cable system. So it's like he drilled like hole into the rock and then like stuck these poles in. And then it like, so you have like two cables on each side, but you're yeah. like, when you're going up this rock, it's, it's half a mile. And for most of the time you are like, <laughs> I'm going to try and demonstrate it. You're holding <laughs> on and your feet are like in front of you. Uh, and you're like, <laughs> just like trying to like basically have enough, like, like of your like foot against the rock and then just like hauling yourself up these cables. Yeah. And for one part, you like I was almost completely horizontal. Um, yeah. For the most part, you're kind of at an angle, so it it doesn't feel that bad. And there's like wooden planks, so you can kind of like dig your toe into. But yeah. some people there had like harnesses on and were like were carabining themselves to the poles. Wait, but so you're saying you like some you basically in a way walked up the rock face? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and so that like. Not straight vertical. Not straight vertical. Not not no. It wasn't here. It wasn't straight vertical. It was maybe just like a little tilted. Like, it was like tilted between, yeah. between ninety degrees and forty five degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was enough to not feel like I was gonna fall to my death. Like, I uh, I was I wasn't freaked out by it at all. And Cass did it with me. Me and Cass did it together. Cass is my best friend for everybody out there. Um, <laughs> but and then we were with our with our other friend from California. So it was super super fun. But it was like half a mile of that, and that was pure exposure. Like it was mm-hmm. so windy up there. Sun was like beating down. There was just like it just felt like you looked either way, and the in the mountain just like ended. It was mm-hmm. like you and the cables and all you're thinking is just like get to the top get to the top get to the top god and then coming down you kind of just have to like (laughs) like kind of self lower a little bit i don't know that sounds Uh, pretty fun yeah it was super fun so i have done that sorry that's not climbing i mean i don't know it sounds like you're climbing just a different type of it in the realm yeah if i had my harness on there you go. Beaners yeah. to lock into the cables. Maybe we're climbing. But yeah. Kendall, was, oh, go ahead. I've Kendall, you want to talk about trad climbing? Sure. Oh. So uh trad climbing. It's uh similar to lead climbing, but you're actually putting uh gear into uh the rock. So like such as cracks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um that being said uh like lead climbing you climb up and then you take your piece of gear out whether that's a cam uh a nut um call them hexes or something hexes yep uh stuff like that to put in the crack then you go up and do that and these pieces of gear can be up to like five like five inches Mm -hmm. to like something so small like quarter inch like 
you don't want to trust it, but you trust it. <laughs> so, so like essentially com- uh, compared to lead climbing, you're making your own, uh, what'd you call it? Your own point of protection, point of, point of protections. Mm-hmm. So like lead climbing, it's already like established routes. You go up, you latch into what's already there. This you're creating your own as you go along. Right. Yeah. What, what do you, what about when you guys climb where you use your freaking hand and you like stick it in a crack and like, because I remember you used to do that and you guys would come to school or whatever and your hands are all bloodied. I'm like, Gee, Jesus, did you get in a fight? You're like, no, man, we did such as climbing. I'm like, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. So, so you put your hands straight in like flat and then you roll your thumb in and kind of like crunch your fingers together. And that's kind of like your uh, balls up a little bit. Yeah. And that's, you just do like that and you go up with your crack or your, the crack like that. Then you put your toes in the crack and, Mm. and all your body weight is basically getting put on to your hands, your hands and feet. Yeah. Oof, God, dude. It doesn't feel good at the very end, but it's, it's worth it. Mm. I'm never, I'm not a fan of crack climbing. Yeah. I've, I've seen other pictures of people who have done, like, I actually, I feel like you guys have shown me pictures before you're like, yeah, this is how gnarly it can get. And I mean, you've shown me guys with their hands absolutely shredded, and I'm like, why? Why? What is yeah. so fun of doing something like that? that your your hands will get rough enough where it it doesn't. Oh man! I've only crack climbed one time, and it was with it was on trad, and I think that was probably my least favorite thing I've ever done. It was <laughs> in, it was in where, where uh, was this at? what? Where was this at? I was in Vitavu in uh, Wyoming. It's okay. like very very close to the border of colorado and wyoming um right outside laramie but it is it it, those the rock just is like a cheese grater like it's not what it's probably all granite i don't it's like it's rougher than granite i don't even know like i'd have to look it up um because granite's basically what's Colorado, what Colorado is, right? Yeah, I yeah. hate it. It's it's like worse. Like you just even like bumping into like a a rock one time just like sliced my arm open. Like I was just oh, walking, wow. like brush next, and I was like, "Hello, what?" I <laughs> uh, hate this rock. But yeah, like my entire like back of my hand was it was awful. And then like, but half of the crack was also like was big enough to do kind of like an arm jam yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. even like my whole like forearms my elbows it was it was bad i'd also like to just put out there i'm not a good climber like yeah. i by no means like put that label on me well, so what, what are you climbing nowadays Allie? <sighs> uh the hardest thing i've done recently was like a 510 plus yeah that's that's pretty good i think um, that's not bad you know it was indoor and I was on pop rope. Yeah, I attempted yeah. a five eleven and I plummeted. Okay, real quick, five six, five seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like for clarification for anybody listening, what are these numbers you're saying? Because yeah. I'm lost all of a sudden. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. Who thinks they can explain it better? <laughs> so I think it starts out at five. So five five right starts five four. Five five. Five five. Five five. So five five is super easy. Anybody could probably do it. It's like climbing a ladder, what I would say. That's okay. what I say. Yeah. So and then it goes from like 
five, six, five, seven, five, eight. But then there's also like five, ten, a five, ten, b five, ten, c five, ten, d goes all the way up to like five, fifteen, like five, I don't know, five, fifteen, five up there. That's like you're like talking about something you're it's in like you're pretty much climbing like only a few people in the world can do mm. yeah so that's so, that's your scale of like difficulty of a rock wall essentially yeah like, uh, I, I just looked up what the five means because we're saying in all these rings it's like 5.5 yeah. so there are different root class route route gosh route classifications class one is walking on an established flat easy trail so like walking in kansas is like mm-hmm. one Two, high-speed <laughs> inclines, scrambling, maybe using your hands. Class three, climbing a steep hillside, moderate exposure. A rope may be carried but not used, and hands are used in climbing. A short fall could be possible. So I'd say, like, you know, mountaineering on, like, a, a hike or something. On, like, a mm-hmm. fourth. Um, class four, it, it is steeper yet exposed, and most people use a rope due to potential of a long fall. And then class five, climbing is is technical and belayed roping with protection is required. It's yeah. not. So it's like the five means like you absolutely need a rope. Like even yeah. though there's like five, five, it's like climbing mm-hmm. a ladder, you still technically need a rope. So, yeah. So in a way it's like a scale system out of five and then to further it a bit, you get to five and now you do a five point something system to yeah. establish those are rock climbing. Okay. I, that, yeah. That's that's interesting how they do it. I, I like that. Yeah. So, Hallie, you said five, five, ten-ish. Mm-hmm. Kendall, Kendall, what was your hardest route? Oh, uh, at the time, I never. My hardest route I probably got was probably like a five eleven. That's good. B. Yeah. But there's one in, in Horseshoe can at Arkansas. Yeah. Huh? Go ahead. I, I, you pretty much got it. You should have gotten it. But go ahead. I know. Uh. There's a route at Horseshoe Canyon Ranch that has an overhang. It's called Love Slave. And there's like a 512B at the time. And uh, you do this whole overhang. And then there's maybe five foot or so of uh, just front vertical um, climbing. And then you're to the top. Well, I was was climbing it during a a thunderstorm, (laughs) pouring rain. And so I make it to the make it past the overhang and like get to the flat or the flat face part and my hand slipped due to the water and I, I fell oh, oh man if it was dry he was totally got it yeah I that, is, that sucks so oh, i can't man. believe you're climbing in a thunderstorm dude but it was overhang for the board, dude. <laughs> what'd you say kendall we're hardcore. <laughs> Damn you right. gotta go back. You gotta redeem yourself, man. Go uh, on a day. I always think about that, and I was like, man, I just want to go back and see yeah. try it. That, that's just like hunting or fishing. That's the fish that got away or the deer that you missed on, yeah. kind of thing. It's that one little bit that if you were one inch more, you had it, kind of thing, right? Except like fish yeah. and animals run away. You just like walk to the rock wall, and you're like, oh, there you are, you stupid. <laughs> Oh, like, you're gonna be me again. I forgot to mention uh, Horseshoe Canyon Ranch. Yes, this is in Arkansas. 
it's a big, big climbing location. Probably one of the biggest ones in Arkansas, I'd say. And I, I entered into a climbing competition at in a horseshoe canyon ranch my senior year it i say competition lightly i think it's more of an event like yes it is a competition because if you do better you get prizes but it's not necessarily that it's called uh 24 hours of horseshoe hell so it's it's basically this event where you climb as much as you possibly can in 24 hours and you don't sleep you don't eat well oh my god like climb 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 how like wreck your body yeah and you can only get in um by a lottery system so my one of my buddies like sent this to me and all my friends and was like everyone partner up and throw your name in like we're we're getting this and every like i think maybe like eight of my friends entered and then me and my my friend farron were the only ones that got it and we were like this is insane and so like one of the couples that entered they're they're married they're like some of the best climbers i know like they are they are incredible like easily could scoot up like a 511 like i think the hardest they've climbed is like 513 they're insane yeah Um, and they didn't get in and then like me and farron are like we can maybe do a five nine <laughs> like we're we're in <laughs> uh, but the the minimum age is 21 and so we got there and we felt like babies like they were like 30 year olds 40 year olds like from from everywhere like so many people came in for this event it was like it was packed it was so it's weird talking about like big events like this because it absolutely did not happen yeah um but it's like yeah you just they they have like a shotgun tip off and then they're like everyone go and everyone just like scatters throughout uh the whole camp like the whole ranch and just like climb for hours and the day before the day the day before the climbing competition I like procrastinated a paper so long and was up till 5 a.m um writing it (laughs) and then at 7 a.m we like jumped in the car and went to the climbing competition so I was already running on like two three hours of sleep and then, um, and then we get there and I think like halfway through I was like fair and like I I have to sleep just for two hours <laughs> like I, I'm dying <laughs> and so I like went you know I think it was September so it's still like super super muggy in Arkansas like it's it's borderline southern so it's like uh-huh. hot we set up our tent in like this big open field so the the sun was just like beating down on me i woke up in like a pool so i like my entire sleeping pad was just like a whole different shade of orange this is this is all i get (laughs) i can't i was like come on you're you're in horseshoe hell like get it together and but our game plan like you have to basically like in this climbing competition you you get points by clean by climbing a route clean so you can't fall or anything so our game plan and most of everyone's game plan is just to, like climb the easiest things you can find so we had like an app that told us which like where, where the ratings and stuff were um and so we were climbing like five fives five sixes i think we did a couple five sevens but we could only we were like doing five fives there came a point where both me and farron like i was on a five five it was so easy so like easy money not not tall i think maybe 30 feet like it was not hard and I like went to hold like grab this hold it was like a hold a jug which is basically just like a really easy thing to grab onto and my hand like just stopped it just like did not hold on to it and I fell <laughs> like and then I was just hanging there parents like did you just fall and I was like 
my my arms are so <laughs> tight and just like non-existent like i'm basically you have to get a little pump going on oh it was awful it was probably the worst pump i've ever had yeah. on a five five um but that was like that was really sick i think we got our goal was 24 climbs in 24 hours which is like absolutely nothing there's uh the mile high club which is people who climb a mile throughout the whole thing yeah. and then there was like uh, another like goal was to get 100 climbs, and we got I think we got 20 in 20. <laughs> we were like so dead after it. We were like we can't. It, it burnt me out of climbing for quite a while after that. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't climb for about three months I think after. What I think is really cool. Like I don't know if you experienced this too, but like the climbing community, like everybody is friends. Like you might not know person but like they could be like just chit chatting like they knew knew you forever kind of thing like they're yeah. super welcoming and all climbers seem just they're just really chill and cool yeah it's so fun i think that's that's one of the re- like first things i noticed too is like people are so willing to help out new climbers and be very kind like i've you know i've run into the really like pretentious climbers <laughs> and like the ones who are like you do five tens that's it and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) like you know there's always those people but for the most part yeah the climbing community is fantastic and i think it's yeah i've got like countless stories of just like great conversations people at like gyms or outdoor climbing locations or like just helping people out and stuff at the at, at horseshoe hell there was like this old turkish couple that was like handing out Turkish coffee they made on their like jet boil. That's great. At, at like at like four a.m. They're like, "I want some Turkish coffee," and we were like, "Us, please." <laughs> I fell on a five five. Please help me. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I. You mentioned the rock climbing thing. I feel like every encounter I've had with any kind of air quote extreme sport community i feel like a lot of the extreme sport communities are some of the most friendly and i I, maybe maybe that's just like to be in that that community in the first place and the kind of crap you're doing it's almost like a respect thing of like oh you're willing to do this in the first place we are already friends yeah so i don't know i've noticed that with a lot of different communities around that kind of atmosphere i guess and like like being kids like when kendall and i were climbing like our older brother, like all his friends, like they were so welcoming, welcoming, welcoming to like him and I, like always help us out with anything. And like sometimes, like oh, you like gave us crap because sometimes we would out climb them and some stuff. I know at the Kansas <laughs> Club, Club there'd be some stuff like oh, you guys are so good, but like we we're just kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time <clears throat> at the Kansas Cliff Club, so like our older brother Shane, he got to like set routes every now and then, and I he gave me an opportunity to set my own route. And I did not know what I was doing. I was like, all right, I'll just throw some holes in that here. Was that my route too? Or was that a different one? I think that was a different one. It might have been the same one. I don't remember. It was in that one, um, the the one, the first room right by the bouldering room. Remember? Okay. I know. Yeah. Crazy train. Uh, crazy train. That's right. Did you help me with that one? Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. Then like we, so we just started throwing holds up there. And we didn't expect anything of it. Like, we didn't know how hard it would be or anything. We we're just having fun. But everybody loved it. And it's just, like, so – it was so cool. It was, just like, it was there forever. Yeah, and everybody – you get lots of people climbing it. Like, oh, I set that up. Like, it was just really neat. But, That's yeah. so – I have no – I have no context for the world of setting 
I yeah. I have not a clue. Yeah, you have to like. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to do it, but like when people are like, you just gotta picture them doing all the moves and all that. But that's so weird. I every time I walk into a gym and there are the setters doing their thing, I just kind of like look at them like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, see, you mentioned the Kansas Cliff Club again. And when it comes to my rock climbing experience, that's other well, it's Kansas Cliff Club. And then when me and Kendall did our rock climbing class at Butler Community College, that's really my only two experiences with rock climbing. Yeah. And did you did you get a climb outside on the Kansas Cliff Club? I could have, but I said, hell no, nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one time I was out there and I mean, I like, like you said, everybody was so welcoming, dude. Every time I went there, everybody would just be so talkative. They'd be like, Oh, nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't belong here at all. And they're like, Oh man, you great. Like so friendly. But yeah, there was one time you and Kendall got hooked up to do the big wall, like the 80 footer or whatever it was oh. like that went up the entire uh, silo. And, you know, you guys kind of got started and I was talking to somebody and then I know your dad was there. And so I think it was a few of us were talking and I kid you not, it was like two seconds later, I look up and you sons of bitches are already up there. I'm like, no way. You did it like 10 minutes, maybe. I'm like, there's no way you guys just did that. Everybody else took twice as long at, as at a minimum. And you guys just Spider-Man up that wall. So I remember, yeah, that, that was, it was a pretty cool place though. And so I, but I'm not a rock climber, dude. I've, I'm just so damn uncomfortable. Like I get so nervous. Like my hands are clammy just taught thinking about it. You know? That's <laughs> like, why you chalk. That's why you chalk. Suck it uh, up, chalk up and get on the wall. Dude, I get, I, I'm bad at it. Like you guys are mentioning the, the routes and how hard they are. I'm definitely a five, five guy, five, six <laughs> on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, when me and Kendall did our rock climbing class, like the first couple weeks, dude, just getting up any of those, any of the walls, because they had two rock climbing routes. Then they had that other wall that was like all sorts of crap that they wired up and you just, you know, crawl yeah. over it. That was pretty cool. And then they had a wire, a rope, a wire ropes course or whatever, which was pretty cool too. First couple yeah, weeks, dude, line. what's up? Zip line too. Yeah, zip line, and then we always we took the zip. They only did the zip line like once, though. Other than that, we were always um. Wow, I can't remember, um, how we got down. Repel, repelling. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So they had the repelling wall too, but um, yeah, I was in there like the first couple weeks, dude. I couldn't hardly do the rock wall or like any of the routes. I just couldn't do it. Like they freaked me out. And like I, my arms started giving out, but by the end I was actually pretty comfortable with it until we had to do our stupid final, which was, there was a big right. swing, which was kind of like neat, but I really didn't like it because of just the drop. We had the teams portion, which everybody had to get up over that like eight foot wall. But then there was that stupid freaking, um, uh, the what? The telephone pole. Yeah. The freaking telephone pole is like 20 <laughs> feet. And you had a platform that was maybe a foot wide, like, yeah, a foot wide and maybe six inches long. And two people had to crawl up there and then jump off and catch this damn bar. And at this point in the class, I was pretty comfortable with all the climbing stuff. Like, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm getting pretty good at this. 
And so our final came up. We're watching other people doing it. Me and Kendall are just talking back and forth. Like, all right, man, we're going to – like, we are game planning. And then – so Kendall goes up this stupid pole, and he's, like, trying to stand up, and I just hear, woo <laughs> And the <laughs> second I heard Kendall, like, get, like, that nerve in his voice – I lost it, dude. I was like, no, I'm not going up this stupid thing now. Like, I freaked out. Like, I started panicking. My, I started sweating left and right. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so screwed. Because it took Kendall forever just to stand up. And I was like, if it's taking him that long and he's that freaked out, I'm done for, man. And But then I, I freaking went up and we had the video somewhere. I think it's still on my YouTube page. So I'll have to go get that video or get a clip of it and share it. But you hear me like trying to get up and I'm trying to like crawl up Kendall's leg. And he's like, dude, you're pulling me off, man. He's like, just stand up. I was like, dude, I can't. Oh God. And then, yeah, we eventually got it, but there's nothing to hold on to. So except each other. So we were like, at one point we were on a full on hug of each other. <laughs> we had to like, let go. And jump out. <laughs> What'd you say? said bro man <laughs> dude it was awful well you know what sucked too is half the class was like people who were a lot smaller than us we were two six foot dudes with so a decent amount of body mass trying to stand on this platform all the smaller people would just zip right up there they were able to stand up there like it was nothing you yeah. put two big six foot boys like up on this little platform Mm-mm. no sir so I determined that we had to get it too because if you fell off, you had to do it again. I was like, you know, I'm not doing this. Again. <laughs> it's amazing I did this the first time. So that's, that's a good professor. That's a really good professor. Yeah, man. It was, I mean, it, it was a cool class, but that final, easily one of the hardest finals of my life, man. Like, uh, truly one of the hardest, like, mentally uh, I've ever done. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, climbing, like, I think climbing is mostly a mental game for sure. I'm glad you bring this up because like, if I could tell everybody one thing, it's just like, don't count yourself out as like not being a climber. Like everybody starts out not knowing what they're doing and everyone starts out on the five fives, the five sevens, Mm -hmm. like five, six, whatever. Like it doesn't matter if you're good or not. It's just like, you're getting on the wall, you're trying it out. And like, I think that's why it's also really important to keep the climbing community as like welcoming and open um as it is because like you need people around you who are gonna be okay watching you like do bad I think like that was like that's always my biggest issue especially when I was first starting out is like oh my gosh like I can't fall they're gonna think I'm really bad at this they're gonna think I'm like I'm weak I think I'm weak I have to stay on the wall like I it's it was so easy for me to get in my head uh while climbing and still is like don't get me wrong sometimes I'm up there and I'm like I am making a fool of myself but like that's the whole point of it is <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're not naturally supposed to climb rocks <laughs> like we yeah. are not made for it so it's like the whole thing is foolish in general so like why not just like own it and and try it out and just like do your best and then like when you see people struggling or you see people kind of getting down themselves like be that be that person that's like that makes them think oh the climbing community is so open so nice and so welcoming because this person like encouraged me when I was obviously hating being here and obviously didn't know what I was doing like that's that's like what gets me so stoked on it is like just meeting people and having those interactions and then like giving those good interactions as well that's a, that's a great way of putting it. Like Kendall and Keaton were the ones introducing me to that. And I remember like, other than like the very, you know, we're all pretty good buddies. Like they'll poke fun at me a little bit. 
for the most part, dude, if I was up on a wall and I knew I was just like, I can't do this. They were never like, Oh, come on, you big old sissy. It was more of like, dude, if you can't do it, like, no worries, you know, like, yeah, that, that's a great way to put it. So yeah. there is, there is like nothing better than getting to the top of your climb that you've been struggling with. And you think that like no one else has like paid attention. You just like hear your partner who's blowing you or like your friends who came with you like cheering when you like hit the top and like when you're like I'm done take <laughs> take get me down and everyone's like yeah like there's like no better feeling than that so yeah I I think there's it's it's really important to be like good community for the people that you're with when you're there yeah Kendall That's and cool. I our, our older brother like he'd always uh he'd always say if you get this route done it's pretty tough I remember the hardest route I did was Crimp Scampi, which is in Arkansas. At, I Scampi. Uh, Horse, Horseshoe Canyon Ranch. <clears throat> and he said, if you get this done clean, I'll get you a shake. And the shakes that were some town in Arkansas, they're the best shakes out there. He said, if you get this clean, I'll get I'll get you a shake. So, like, that de- determination right there is, like, <laughs> made me get it done. But it was always cool because he'd always do these little, like, if you get this, I'll get you an ice cream cone. But I, he'd always push us, which was awesome. But yeah. Well, that, that I feel like that's a good segue. So you're kind of mentioning like great memories. So what would you say is probably all your guys's best memory in rock climbing or at least a couple, like you don't have to narrow it down or you can give one of them. It doesn't have to be your all time favorite, but what is like a high point for you? I'll go first. So I got a couple. Uh, one was uh, completing a route on uh an area called davis face and that's in colorado and it's like a hallie's all i can't believe you've you've done Uh, it's a multi-pitch route and i think it's like seven eight pitches maybe so okay clarify what a pitch is so a pitch is like one segment so that's like one rope's length Gotcha. So, okay. and then and then you and then you stop there. The, like then you'll belay. So at the very top, like once the first guy goes up, that guy will belay the guy that's on the bottom now, and he'll climb up. Now there's two guys at that at the top of that first segment, and then you mm-hmm. repeat. Oh wow! So you do that eight. That was like eight times or so for that route. And so that's the biggest route I've ever climbed. So that's one of the coolest memories I've had. It's such an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another – So we've got some really cool pictures at, at the top yeah. of Davis' face, if you want. We could share that with you, Austin. Oh, Adam. yeah, no, for sure. And then uh, another pretty sweet memory is uh, deep water soloing at uh, – I think it's Taylor's Lake in, in uh, yeah. Texas. So I think mm-hmm. that route was 60-plus foot. I think 60-foot. Above the water. So, yeah. Explain what deep water soloing is. Deep water soloing is. is you're climbing above water and you have no rope, no protection. It's just you and the wall. And so, if you fall, you fall in the water. Oh my God. Nope. And so, doing that 60 foot route, that, I mean, that that's pretty crazy. Scary as yeah, hell. I did not Dude. fall. I didn't want to fall. <laughs> So once you complete the route, do you like climb over a rock face or do you crawl back down or jump you, off? You, that's like a park. There's like so, a parking area over there, I think. Or no. I don't remember. I don't, 
I, I thought we were down in the water, then we we climbed up from there. So you got to be in the water, and then oh, you swim yeah. swim to the spot right. and climb yeah. up. Gotcha. Golly, dude. I, I've never done a multi-pitch or done deep water soloing. So you guys got some – you guys got a lot of experience. That is so cool. It's yeah. fun, especially uh, multi-pitch stuff. That's exposure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the definition of exposure. Austin, you think the telephone pole is exposure? Get on, get on this face. <laughs> no, ma'am. I'm. The telephone pole was good enough for me to be like, this is not. This is not my thing. Mm-mm. Still, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Allie, favorite. Um, I, got, I, <laughs> I I don't know. I've been like running through. I think horseshoe hell was honestly like a big was a big thing. Um that was just like so much more mentally tough than I had expected to be and me and my friend Farron who's with me like she was my climbing partner for that we've been like best friends for most of college um and a lot of like stuff just like between us like our friendship came out (laughs) like not in a bad way but Mm -hmm. just like being in that context in that environment like you're under like we were under a lot of stress (laughs) like I hadn't slept for hours we were outside we were climbing with headlamps on like it was cold it was muggy it was so muggy um even at night which was stupid um (laughs) there were like people everywhere like people are competitive so you're like having to jump on climbs from other people and it's like it was just like a lot and so a lot of really good things came out of that just like uh just how uh, me and her like communicate as friends and like issues that have been building up little things but um it was like a really cool time and her her boyfriend was with us too and he's also one of my closest friends so he was helping us like mediate like, these issues that came up um gosh I hope she listens to this um <laughs> she's currently in Scotland um wow. so that that was really 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 cool and probably one of my favorite memories from college um and so I'd say, I'd say that was a big thing. And then also just like my junior year of college, me and all my friends, like got, like I said, we all got memberships to that climbing gym and it, we would go like two, three times a week, just like, Hey, like we're going climbing, who's coming with us. And so it was just like a really fun thing that me and my friends got to do. And we'd always go to Chick-fil-A after because the town our college was in didn't have Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A is right next to the climbing gym. So it was very exciting. <laughs> it was like, we climb, we get Chick-fil-A, we go home and study. Um, so that was that was really really fun just kind of like as a friend group and that's like where I learned how to uh lead climb and made friends with like a bunch of the people who went to that gym and worked there and so it was just it became like such a such a centralized like activity for my friends and I and then it was like a home kind of Mm -hmm. thing like having a home gym was really fun so I'd say those are kind of my two things that's awesome that horseshoe hell thing is good lord that's scary i'm not a runner or a climber but i would do a marathon any day of the week before i'd attempt something like that we got a lot of free beer we got a lot of free beer never mind i'm doing that now (laughs) beer was really bad it was awful it was warm Uh, and uh, like a very cheap yeah but it was fun and we got donuts there you go yeah all right keaton what about you buddy so some of my favorite memories, um, you know, probably just in Colorado at Buena Vista when all the, like the family is together, like the nieces and nephews are there and just like 
just getting to watch the kids climb not not mm. not so much myself but just enjoying that with the family kind of thing yeah so it's always cool just seeing little kiddos you know having fun up the wall and whatnot you blame them and taking pictures yeah. and stuff like that yeah. um another thing um i guess it kind of it's a life lesson i guess uh so my little brother shane he always give us a hard time about like lead climbing i like never wanted to but he'd always like i always give him a hard time because he pressured us but i don't think he did so much pressure but he always like make us do it but like i don't know if i never if i never you know gave it a shot then i would have never done some cool routes that i've that i've never done before but i don't know it's always he'd always push us in that aspect so i always i always really enjoyed the you know getting pushed out of my comfort zone yeah that's the best part of climbing is getting pushed out of your comfort zone, I guess. Yeah. Overcoming those challenges, both mentally and physically. Right. Yeah. Um, I got, so I'm going to have Kendall share a story. Now I got to know, dude, what? Let's see what happened at Horseshoe Canyon. <laughs> Horseshoe Canyon <laughs> I got some poison ivy where you don't want poison ivy at. <laughs> no. Dude, how? Going to the bathroom, dude. Oh, oh my man. God, man. That was so funny. Ruthless. We got it, like you were up rock like were you rock climbing and you had to go to the bathroom? No, this or? was like this was like we're we're at the climbing area. I wasn't on a wall or anything. This was okay. He must have had it on his hands, the oil from the poison ivy. Mm. Went to the bathroom. <laughs> and then like the next day. And this was like the start of the trip too. And like so the whole trip I was oh, miserable. No. So you... When I got home, I had to get steroid shots. Oh dude. <laughs> he couldn't even walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was geez. bad. Did you guys get any? Did you guys get any ticks while you were there? Because oh my gosh, the ticks were bad. Ticks are so bad. Yeah, there. we got Lyme disease galore in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. My my buddy, have you guys been to uh, the Buffalo? Hmm. Uh uh So the Buffalo River is it runs throughout Arkansas. It's one of like kind of the biggest like out besides Horseshoe Canyon Ranch. Like the Buffalo is like a very big outdoor place that people like to go like people will like do canoe trips backpacking trips climbing trips like whatever um my buddy and his friend backpacked the whole thing i think it's like somewhere around 200 miles and the first night they had to sit in their tent and like pull all the ticks off of each other and i think counted like over 300 on i I believe it jeez man that's crazy he was like me and my me and my my friend. We got really comfortable with each other because we had to check everywhere. <laughs> That's the worst part about a tick, man. Is once you pull off that first one, you just feel your body crawling. Whether there's actually any on you, it's just yeah. now you have that in your brain and it's game over. You're just like, oh my god, they're everywhere. Knowing yeah. that their heads have like burrowed into my skin makes me want to decease. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst oh man I, I, i'm gonna love like we'll know if certain people make it through this podcast because we're gonna get comments of like oh my god ticks oh kindle how oh you know 
that'll that'll be our tester is we know how far people made it just because <laughs> they will start commenting on this part i thought we we're gonna get like hundred thousand views right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> talked about lyme disease <laughs> where are the views and kindle's uh kindle's unfortunate poison ivy yep. adventure oh man that's well, very well that's... i think we're running close on time but um I wanted to ask one more thing. Um, and a big part of this question comes obviously from something you guys keep mentioning. And I guess a big reason our group is what it is, is because it isn't about like, Oh, look at these epic outdoor adventures we do, but like the experiences we get to share with people and stuff like that. But for people who might be interested in getting into this and joining this kind of community, what is some of your biggest pieces of, advice as to how to become a rock climber how to get within the community as a whole like you know stuff like that um uh, you know there's a in which i guess in wichita kansas there's a place called bliss climbing and that's one great way to start <clears throat> it is a membership kind of thing but you know they're always willing to help people but even if like i guess how to get started is you know ask somebody that's been and they're probably more than happy to you know take you or tell you how to how to get involved so even the even the ymca uh yeah talk to those guys i mean you can climb there uh you don't even have to have equipment you can borrow that and then if you decide this is the hobby you want to do you can start investing in the gear you need and you can start going going on places on your own with your buddies Mm-hmm. yeah luckily i think rock cl- i think climbing's becoming more mainstream shout out to free solo for that like it's kind yeah. of more commonly known and explored so i i'm happy that like it's not becoming kind of like a i don't know anyone who climbs and i want to try like usually you can find someone who's climbed so yeah i'd say if you know somebody like just ask them about it don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to go to a climbing gym by yourself I think that is huge because I've been so scared to go by myself. And like, although you can't like do, you won't be belayed by someone if you don't like have a friend there. Like oftentimes people will be really willing to like, Hey, do you need a belay? Or mm-hmm. like, my name's hi, my name's this. Do you want to belay? Like I'll, I'll help you out. Or like you can always boulder in a gym. I think bouldering is really fun. I think that's a great way to get started too. Just kind of getting familiar with, with what it's like to have, all of your body weight on your arms um even though it's mostly your legs don't be fooled you mostly use your legs (laughs) you're not just hanging by your arms the whole time but yeah i think bouldering is a great way to just kind of get familiar and it's usually a lot harder to like do a bouldering route than a climbing route because it's like it's literally like a you're problem solving with your body to get to the top of the rock um yeah climbing gyms are great to just like ask questions it is expensive i will say it's kind of an expensive hobby to get into whether you decide to join a gym with the membership or buy all the gear to go outside um so i i have to remind myself that it's not a cheap thing and i can't blow all my money but um yeah i'd say that's kind of just don't be afraid and ask questions and just try just go. It's a great way to get out of your comfort zone. And yes. it's always good to get out of your comfort zone. And I can vouch for that BS, man. <laughs> that is yeah. yeah. Um and Hallie, real quick, you did mention the free solo. That is a film I really want to watch, but it's a documentary, correct? Of a guy climbing 
His name's Alex Honnold. He is the first person who free climbed El Cap. So that big Jeez. mountain we were talking about. In- mm-hmm. That means he didn't use any protection. <laughs> yeah, he didn't use That's any gear or anything. It's actually, it's so crazy because like his personality plays a lot into why he could do what he could do. Mm-hmm. And like some of his best friends were helping him make this film and so they have a few conversations in the documentary talking about like on this on this section of the climb it's really hard i don't know if i'll make it how do we want to film this like Mm -hmm. do we want a person up there or do we want a drone or like you know just kind of like conversations it's like this is very morbid and happening um so yeah, freestyle is really good. Don Wall is really oh, good. Awesome. Um, yeah, Don Wall is it? It's also El Cap, right? Or is it Half Dome? I can't remember. It's one of the two, but they they climb with ropes, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. not as cool. <laughs> and everybody should look up Dan Osman. Mm. Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. So he actually passed away, but he, he died from uh, sport repelling, mm-hmm. I believe it was. But that's when you like, have a bunch of rope and you jump off a cliff. And it's like there's taking a big whipper, but it's like the rope just snapped. Just... Mm. But yeah, but he, he was a, a badass climber. He's got some cool videos out there. Well, yeah. from the photography filmmaking side for me, if people are interested, they need to look up uh, what's his name? I believe Jimmy Chin. Yeah, is like a massive guy in the photography community when it comes to like adventure stuff. But but he does. I would probably say the majority of like those amazing epic shots you see of a rock climber out there doing something, and those pictures are like, dude, how did somebody take that picture? There's a good chance he did the like he's done the majority of those. He's the guy that will crawl up, like similar to how I'll go out fishing and hunting with my camera with you guys, and like I'll take it into crazy environments. This guy climbs up just like you guys will, but then he has a big ass camera and he's like snapping pictures of somebody else nearby or whatever. And so, yeah. yeah he I, did I, what's up? He did free solo, I think. Yeah, I, I think it, like he directed it, didn't he? Directed and shot it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. So I've been, I really want to see that. I've seen Pete, like I've seen clips from it and just the cinematography alone. I'm like, wow, dude, <laughs> I need to watch that. But. Yeah, there's another one I watched uh, a while ago. It's called Maru. It came out like way early, I think probably like five years ago. Um, but it's also really good. It's it's three guys. I think Jimmy's one of them. Um, they they're just trying to climb to the top of this mountain called Mount Maru. I have no idea where it's located, but it's really good. It's it's got some plot twists. I'll tell you that much. I didn't think they'd make it. Maybe they did make it. I don't want to give anything away. Ooh, ooh, she's she's spicing it up a little bit there. <laughs> All right. Well, before we sign off, guys, does anybody else have anything they'd like to share, tell folks, or maybe a little piece of advice here and there? I'd like to say thank you for having me again. This has been really fun. I love coming on. So it's been it's been an honor and a blessing. And <laughs> if anyone wants to climb, catch me at Bliss. And uh <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, McGuire22. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, dang. But um, yes, Hallie, thank you for joining us. And we would love to have you again. Actually, like I, I had mentioned previously, I will hopefully try to get you back on after your summer in Alaska. That'll be um, sick. So 
I mean, heck, if you get to do some climbing out there, then we'll get these guys back on so you can brag to their faces. So I'm hoping to do some deep sea fishing, actually. Ooh. Ooh. Some deep sea salmon fishing. Dude, that'd be pretty epic. But all right, guys, we'll catch you on uh, in, in future episodes. So. All right. See you, Thank buddy. You. See you, Hallie. Thanks for coming. Bye, guys. This has been fun. <laughs>